Welcome to the Get Clear with Crystal Ware podcast, the place where we get clear on our goals, own our worth, and learn to be the CEOs of our own lives. I'm your host, Crystal Ware, lawyer and former Fortune 500 corporate leader who found the confidence to say goodbye to a lucrative career and start my own business. Now I'm opening up the playbook and sharing everything I've learned to get you there faster. It may not be easy, but it will always be worth it because you are made for more. So put on your big girl pants, jump on board, and let's reach for the stars. Are you ready to get clear? I am here today with Crystal Ware. She is redefining what it means to become your best self in business, life, and love. She is an attorney and former Fortune 500 corporate leader. And she realized she wanted more from life. So she ripped off the bandage. She was super courageous. She quit her job. She turned her former employer into her first paying client and she started her own business. Woohoo! Uh, she is living the dream, uh, really showing that everything that you need to build your dream life is already within you. She launched a podcast uh, to help other women be courageous, which is why she's such a great guest to hear. And so what happened is in the world of social media, I had done this video about vicious cycles versus virtual cycles, which we're going to talk about what those are in a minute. Because if you can understand this one concept, you will understand that everything that you are doing in your life is either moving you forward or moving you backward. And when you can really pinpoint it, make it really clear, then your responsibility level kind of goes up, your awareness goes up, and you start making different actions. So make sure you listen to this whole episode because we're going to dive into it. So just for those of you who are like, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, and to remind Crystal, because it was so long ago that we had this conversation. <laughs> uh, you know, look, a virtuous cycle, well, a vicious cycle is this. We all know this, right? And I, and when I was doing just dating, I called them romantic ruts. And this is basically, and let's use like maybe Crystal, you can talk about your example with work too, right? Like you, it's, you know, we all, we're recording this after a holiday weekend, right? And so you're like, oh, the weekend, like maybe on Sunday night or Monday night, you're like, oh, I have to go back to work. Ah, it's going to be fine. And you pump yourself up. Then you go back to work right? Because you're, you're like, all right, no, it's going to be great. I'm going to like, you know, I'm going to have a completely different approach with so-and-so and I'm going to da 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 And then what happened? So tell me, what was your, what was your vicious cycle about your, your career, your job that was just kept repeating no matter how hard you tried to make it better? Well, I think the vicious cycle that I dealt with was around how I could make money on my own. Uh, ah, okay. The real, the real, I didn't call them golden handcuffs because they wasn't enough money to be golden, <laughs> but I call them silver handcuffs because it was enough money to make you pause and say, how can I really do this? But I knew that my life was not going to be what I wanted it to be or get where I wanted to go by staying in the corporate job. And that's not to say I talked to a lot of women and I truly believe that corporate is amazing. There are so many benefits and you can make a lot of money, a lot of wealth in corporate America. For me, I knew that that's not what I wanted. And so it kind of became a cycle of how do I do it? Am I strong enough? Am I courageous enough? Can I really do it? You know, the fear of rejection, the fear of judgment, all those fears and negativity that kept spiraling in a circle and then looping back in my mind to the money aspect of like, 
well, I make this much money if I don't leave and I can't make this much money. Is it worth it? And it just, you know, it was that loop, the continuous loop that you weren't going to get off and get to where the next train station. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, that, there. and that's what it's like. It's funny. I was just reading something uh, uh, by a woman that I uh, follow and work with, Jessica Fisk. Her company's called The Pioneers. And she just sent out an email about, um, are you stuck in the boring middle? Because you're afraid, right? Like, is the grass really going to be greener? Like, you know, like if I quit this job, do I have what it takes to be an entrepreneur? Will I find another job? You know, whatever your thing is. And what I think that I want everyone to start to think about is the first step is to just know that you're in a vicious cycle, right? That that thing that you were talking about where you're like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then you go shopping and you're like, oh, I really want that bag. And you're like, if I did my own thing, I don't like, maybe I shouldn't buy this bag. Could I, could, what if it's right? And then you just, and you're like, well, never mind. It's not that bad. And then you buy the bag and then you go to work and then you're like, oh, I really want to do my thing. This isn't where I'm meant to be. And so when you see that your clients, people that you're working with are stuck in the vicious cycle, like what's a thing that you recommend that people do to, to just sort of jump out of that so we can then move into what we call the virtuous cycle? What are your thoughts? First thing you have to do is really get clear on where you want to end up. So having that life vision for yourself, I think is the most important thing. If your life vision is to have a super stable, I don't want to call it boring, but maybe to say, oh, the, are you stuck in the boring middle? Maybe this just really simple, ordinary life. And that is the view for yourself. Then maybe where you are is fine. Maybe just chucking along is all good. Like I know people that fits with them. But if that's not your life vision, if you have a grand vision for yourself, if you have a vision of adventure like what you did, Marnie, if you want to live and move in a different country, all of those things are going to change what you need to be doing. And so that is the first thing that you need to think about. And then back into where, what, how and where is this vicious cycle causing your roadblocks in your mind to getting on to the train that's going to lead you to your dreams? I, I, I think that's huge. I mean, one of the things to look at is, you know, where do I want to be three to five years from now? So one of the things that I've been doing for, I don't know, eight, nine, 10 years is this whole life design process, right? And so I'm about ready to jump in to uh, another sort of design your life process. And the way I started that was I looked back at my life plan that I did in 2021. Yeah, 2021. It was a five year. Like, and I did three scenarios. And I teach people to do this in my book. And uh, I pulled it out and over the weekend. And I was like, oh, my God, I did so much of this. <laughs> and what was crazy was my 2024 and 2025, I had written down, like, depending upon where my three almost adult kids are, I, I may want to just end up being where they are. And I don't know. That's a big question mark based on what happens in these other three years. And I went back and I and I looked even further kind of backwards. And I was like, wow, one decision, one step, one thought, one process, one, one choice at a time to go where it is that you want to go. And I think what you're saying, and I think this is really huge, so I want everyone to write this down, is the biggest limiting belief that you can break is that you don't have a choice. 
Oh my gosh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's kind of on, it's so funny you said that because I know you haven't got onto LinkedIn this morning already. And that's kind of what I wrote about today is that the cold hard truth is you can have any career you want. If you don't, it's on you. Yeah. As you have the choice, you have the power. And in some ways, it's so freeing to come back and say that, like, I have the power. But if you have the power, then you're also at fault if you're not where you want to go. And people can't put those two together. I, I think when you have the courage to recognize it, then that power is liberating. When you're living in fear, then that power feels like judgment on yourself. And that is really hard for people to accept. Yeah, absolutely. And so the yeah, it's the yeah, buts, right? So if you hear yourself going like someone's like, well, yeah, but you could, you know, like, oh, it sounds like your job's really dead end and you want to live abroad. Yeah, but, you know, it's da, 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 da. You know, I heard someone the other day who has four kids and she's a single mom and I, I admire her so, so much. And she said to me, well, you know, I mean, I can't do what you did. Obviously, I have four kids. and I'm a single mom. And the part of me <laughs> that is like, you know, like my core being is create possibilities. I was like, but honestly, if you wanted to, yes. right? If you really, really wanted to, you could be like, I'm going to find remote work. I'm going to get a fifth wheel. I'm going to learn how to drive it. I'm going to put my four kids in that thing and we're going to drive around the country, right? Like, not that it wouldn't be hard, not that it wouldn't be challenging, not that you might not be able to do it this year, right? If that's your vision, like, remember that you actually have a choice. And the thing that I see people doing, and I want you guys to write this down too, is the um, rage, blame, and too busy, too tired to do anything about it vicious cycle. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, uh, this sucks. You know what? America sucks or my job sucks or my ex-husband sucks or like being single sucks or doing it all myself sucks. <sighs> and then you get home and you just sit on the couch and you have a glass of wine and you binge watch whatever it is you're watching, which is fine because I'm binging right now too. But And then you wake up tomorrow and you just do the same thing over and over again. And so that vicious cycle, there's there's multiple. So I want you to just right now, like your little like step of action is to just sit there and be like, Shit, I, I raised my hand, you know, I do, I'm doing it. I'm totally doing it. What do you yeah, think about it, that? The first step to cor course correction is realizing what course you're on. And so when you can just raise your hand and say, oh, my God, it's me. You know, I always think it's everybody, everybody knows it. But Taylor Swift, me, hi, I'm the reason that's why or I'm the problem. That's why whatever the exact verses are every time. It really comes to me, and I think about that because even though I'm living my dream, even though I'm where, you know, so many things are going right, it's not like my life is perfect. There are still things I'm like, oh, crap, what am I doing? How can I be better mom? How can I be a better spouse? How can I get more focused? This, you know, entrepreneurship has given me all this freedom, and I'm not actually that good with freedom. I'm not rigid. I'm like good with, I need like a schedule. And so there are still so many things I could be doing better to progress. And I have to remind myself that too. So the same things, like I love for people to remember, if, if you're looking around thinking this person is lucky and this person's life is so great and look how blessed they are. Look, everybody has things that they're working on. And when I hear that song, it still reminds me that I have things to work on. If there's a problem in my life, who am, who's to blame? It's me. And so when we can realize that, 
first and foremost, that is where we need to go. It's just like they teach you in Alcoholics Anonymous. Unless you can admit that there's a problem, you cannot fix the problem. Right. Exactly. Okay. So so now, like, so vicious cycles are just like what what we do, right? Um, until we take responsibility and stop it. And the headline here is, guess what? You have a choice. Even if you don't want that choice because it's overwhelming, scary, or you don't think you're capable, that's your problem. Figure it out like you are. <laughs> that's that. Okay. So let's talk about virtuous cycles. When I first heard this idea of virtuous cycle, I was like, well, first of all, is that a thing? And then I realized the. so this is the other big, I think, to me, like mic drop paradigm shift is that people are always talking about making the next up level, right? Like I want to up level my career. I want to up level my house. I want to up level the way I trap. Like we're always thinking about up, like there's an ascension model of life. And to me, a virtuous cycle is one in which we ask those high quality questions, which I call them wisdom seeking questions, which you just listed. You should all rewind this, listen to the transcript, whatever, like 10, which aren't like, why is this happening to me? Uh, How come nobody gets me? How come I'm the only one around here who does anything? Okay, those are shitty questions. Wisdom seeking questions (laughs) allow you to get on the path of actually going inward to start being more of who you are and expressing more of who your authentic self is on a daily basis. That to me is a virtuous cycle. Not how do I get more shit? How do I live a more fancy life? How do I make more, have more, do more, whatever? If I shift my paradigm and I go, great, that's all nice, but that's a lot of ego mind driven stuff. And I go, how do I start living my life where I start to ask better questions, seek wisdom, and control the things I can control, and do better at being me, and make more me out there in the world until I die. Like, that to me is like the definition of like a meaningful and a fulfilling life. Because the deeper that you go, the more that you learn, the more that you grow, like you did that, you ripped the bandaid off, right? And your soul was like, what? did it and you're like okay crystal soul school like you know now we're gonna go into your grad program (laughs) you're gonna learn how to be an entrepreneur and a full-time working mom from home with total freedom let's go right and you're like cool and so that's a virtuous cycle right but like how can i grow how can i do better so what do you think How, how do you how do you do that how do you see that in your clients lives talk to me about that Well, and I think you hit the nail on the head. And what I would summarize that you were talking about is kind of what I am always asking myself is how can I get more peace, happiness, and satisfaction? You know, things are great. I like things too. Everybody, I love things. I think loves things. (laughs) I mean, nobody is free of things, but it's always looking at how we can get more peace, satisfaction, happiness somewhere in that realm. That is what is going to make our hearts our minds, our bodies, our souls feel aligned with the world. Like we want to feel at peace. And when we're in the vicious cycle, we have no peace. It's always questioning ourselves, questioning the things, blame, 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 like you said. In the virtuous cycle, it is seeing the positives of what I have to contribute and how can I continue making those attributes work for me 
in a cycle of positivity. Like if I am a hard worker or I am creative or I am, you know, blessing other people in some way, loving other people, like what are the attributes about you that make you shine? How can you bring those out? And then how can you use those to turn it into positivity in the world, creating assets in the world, which doesn't have to be physical things or monetary things, but how can you continue in that cycle of growing all the positive things about yourself and then giving them outward to other people? You know, I, that's I where that. I think the positive comes because the more it's 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 similar to karma, depending on, you know, I'm Christian, but I still believe in the karma, essentially. Um, there's not a, you know, an easier way to kind of share what that means. Everybody knows what karma is. But it's that if you give more out into the world, the goodness and the positivity that you have and the skills and lights and things that you were gifted with, the more you create those and give things out into the world, whether it's your mm -hmm. career, to your children, to your spouse, to your family, whoever, it will grow. And I believe that a lot of times that also will grow in some financial ways as well. It doesn't mean you're going to be a billionaire, but right, right, you're right. going to be satisfied. I just want to pause and say thank you to all the amazing people tuning in and making this show a success. And to share some exciting scoop, I am opening up for the first time ever one-on-one -on -one coaching. We have two options available, the Executive Edge two-week program and the Career Catalyst six-week program which will use my proprietary earn it framework. If you're ready to propel your professional journey, crush your salary goals, or need someone to coach you through a big career decision, let's conquer it together. Limited spots for unlimited empowerment. Links to sign up will be in the show notes and in the link tree on my Instagram and LinkedIn site. See you there. And that's sort of the whole thing, right? Is like if we get rid of the shoulds and we stop making our what makes us feel happy and fulfilled and satisfied reliant on something external, that that is like if we're going on this road and we're like, okay, well, what makes me feel satisfied, peaceful, happy? I love that, right? And you're like, okay, well, I have to get that promotion or I have to get that next client, right? Or I have to live in this kind of house or drive this kind of car. So you're driving along that road and you don't get it. And then you go, yeah, I suck. Vicious cycle. If you go down the road and you're like, okay, what are the things I can control? Well, I wanted at my next sales appointment, I'm going to like really practice listening. I am a really creative person and I'm going to listen so well that I'm going to tap into my intuition and come up with something really creative to help this person make a decision on this choice that will make them and their life better, right? That's the sale. Not like I get more money, right? That I can help be in service to them. And then you're like, cool, I learned something, whether I got it or I didn't, I grow and I learn and I become more of myself. And then I'm like, cool, I did a good job of being more of myself. What can I learn? That satisfaction is more likely when we go down that one road. And I think you've really hit on a thing because there's this fine balance of, and, and this is, we could do a whole other episode on this, right? Which is like, how do I find that balance of like the enoughness inside of me so that I'm still striving, but I still feel satisfied? Yes. And that that 
I particularly find that hard. And that's probably why your original post resonated with me, because I do find that piece hard of when is enough growth enough. You know, it's like always wanting to achieve and wanting not more stuff, but just wanting to continually achieve and better and improve and grow. And like at some point in the pyramid, right, the growth opportunities, you know, become more finite. You know, at some level, you're not going to still be taking 10, you know, 10 time leaps. Um, But the virtuous cycle, I think in and of itself, you know, you talked about your book, you're a content creator, even though that's not maybe (laughs) what you see yourself as. But to some extent, if you're on social media, you're doing a podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing content. I'm a, I'm a content yes. creator. And it's, I, I know for me, it's hard to think about myself yeah, with, right. with that title as well. But I think the virtuous cycle, when you think about it from all the practical pieces, it's really easy to identify as a content creator. Because if you listen to the Justin Welches and other people that are on LinkedIn very frequently, what are you talking about from a marketing perspective? It's that you are, you've grown yourself, you know what your value proposition is, you know what you have to offer to the world, you give a lot of it out there for free, you give a lot of advice, you truly come from a place that is wanting to help people, and the more that you give away, the more conversions you have, and then the more your time you're able to give away, and then the more conversions you have, and it keeps growing in that way, and I think um, when you know, to put it in perspective, that is the easiest way to think about a virtuous cycle. It's that you're using what you have. You're giving something out to create, um, you know, positivity in the world. And then it's coming back to you in the form of maybe it's a new job. Maybe it's a promotion. Maybe it's that if you're, you know, buying property is that all the positivity you give out means people are referring you and you get into more deals. There's a lot of ways you can look at it depending on what your industry or what where you are. But I think when you look at it that way, it's like I'm creating something, content is easy to visualize. I'm creating that. I'm giving this out to the world. I really, truly want to help people. That is why I made this stuff. Right. And then it comes back to you in conversions into I want to work with you as a coach. I want to buy your book. Other things like that. Uh-huh. I think I, I love that. And the thing that's really cool about a virtuous cycle is that the 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 heart of it or the core motivation is service. The core motivation is coming from that place of service. And also I call it like self-mastery so that when something we don't get what we want or we get something we don't want. Instead of going into the vicious cycle, we ask ourselves that wisdom-seeking question of like, okay, cool. What is this here to teach me? What could I learn from this? What is it that I'm attached to that is in the way of me being in more service, right? And then these are empowering questions, right? So ultimately, what I really want the listeners to hear here is we talked in the first part of this about like, if you're in a vicious cycle, notice it. It's your choice. Make new choices. And then how do I jump into a new identity of myself, a new momentum, a new paradigm, a new way of being where I'm in service, I'm in in action of really bringing more of myself out into the world that's all in my control that will ultimately give me that inner satisfaction and will continue to show me where I can grow and learn. And that like 
is just a lot more peace, a lot more satisfaction, and a lot more joy. And the last thing I want to talk about, which I think is kind of the umbrella of all of this, is freedom. Because when we're in a virtuous cycle, we're sort of free because we're no longer constrained by external or internal limitations. Yep. And that is the place that I think we all want to be, right? Where we're just feeling every morning I wake up, this is what I have the opportunity to do. And that Those kind of small shifts in the, instead of what do I have to do? What do I get to do today? I have the freedom to do this. What am I going to do with my time? How am I going to spend it? How am I going to pour into other people, pour into mm-hmm. myself, pour into my family? And the satisfaction that comes with being able to choose how you're doing things. And I think, you know, I always come back to career because I think most of us have to work yeah. um, a third of our time. So we want it to be happy because it can really drain or add to your whole life. Um, so when it comes to the the virtuous cycle, it's positioning yourself to be in a job or a career or a business, whatever it is, that allows you to feel that freedom when you wake up because mm-hmm. it's it just lip service when I was a younger person. Now, with years of experience, it is so true when people say you'll never work a day in your life if you love what you're doing. And that is true. It doesn't mean every day is going to be perfect. But so having that freedom when you wake up to be spending it in a way and with people that you enjoy. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the other thing that in that freedom doesn't mean that you're going to, and I think you said this and I will echo it. It doesn't mean that when when you do this, you have like unlimited happiness and peace and joy and no struggles and no challenges and life is perfect. That is so not true, right? It's how do we, it's how do we happen to life when life happens? Do you want to pick the vicious cycle or the virtuous, virtuous cycle, right? Do you want to learn and grow? Do you want to take the challenge? Do you want to listen to the whisper of your soul? Um, do you want to create freedom for yourself? And I've I've worked with so many people who come to me and they're like, I have no time. I don't have enough money. You know, like I don't have choices. And I'm like, let's get to work. And then they basically redesign and re- rewire. And, you know, they're like, holy shit. In fact, I have a client I work with who's a full-time working mom. So you can relate to this. And... Uh, we first started working together and she has three kids, twins, five, and like I think nine, ten, it's her and her uh her husband works, but he had just had like a massive surgery where he was like literally on bed rest for like nine weeks and she works at home and she was like, I'm gonna even do this, right? Like, how am I even gonna work on myself when I can't find time to like, you know, tie my shoes? And it really started with how do you react to the situation around you and getting your like adult brain online so you just start making better decisions and stop getting angry and stop raging and stop feeling like a victim, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, we were able to create things. And now she's like, wow, I have so much more time. Like, what? what now I feel guilty that I have time. <laughs> now what am I going to do with it? Right? And there's like, wherever you go, there you are. New level, new devil. So she could be in a virtuous cycle right now. Like, what now what's here for me? Now I get to work on guilt, healthy guilt and uh, selfish guilt, right? And like learning from that. And that's just the way of life, right? Of like, how do I want to grow into myself more? 
by creating freedoms and choices and realizing that wherever you are, you do have a choice about what it is that you want to do and that you can happen to life or you can let life happen to you. Final thoughts from the brilliant Crystal Ware. You know, my final thought is actually a question because the one other thing that I really wanted to talk about with vicious and virtuous cycles, and I think this is something you can probably answer the best, is where do you see this in relationships the most? I think that is something that, you know, again, we're all a whole person, right? So what happens with our relationships? What happens with our job? What happens with our life? It all blends together on where we are in the happiness spectrum. And it's easy for people to get in the vicious argument cycle. How do you switch to, what would you say if you had 60 seconds, Marnie? Oh 60 God. seconds. How would you say the quickest way to switch from being in a vicious cycle to a virtuous cycle with your spouse, partner, whoever? Well, I think it's the it, it's the same thing. And I'll use my client as an example, right? So virtuous, vicious cycle is um, even when he wasn't injured, he had a, a different morning schedule and she really wanted him to fit into her idea of the morning schedule. So they argued about what time he wakes up, what time she wakes up, who makes breakfast, who drives the kid, every, you know, constantly, right? And so she was constantly disappointed because he never did it the way she wanted him to do it. That is a vicious cycle, fighting about the same thing over and over and over mm -hmm. again. And so what we did was I was like, why do you need him to do that? You're kind of setting him up to fail because he's not going to do it. He doesn't want to do it. He doesn't have buy-in to it. Why are you doing that? Like, what's in it for you? And she was like, hmm, well, if I'm sort of honest, I kind of collect evidence why he's never does a good enough job so I can be right. And it's a martyr syndrome and it comes back from my childhood. She was like, oh, crap, right? Awareness, right? And so I was like, well, what would happen if you broke that cycle and you started making different choices and let the opportunity be there of how you could possibly do things differently? So we brainstormed like 10 other things she could do. And she was like, all right, I totally got it. They stopped fighting about it. She just she just made a different choice, right? She realized like this is not something that's fixable. So one of the things the Gottman Institute that has been doing relationship research, I think since the 60s, if I'm mm -hmm. correct, uh, they say 69% of the things that you fight about with your partner are perpetual problems, um, meaning you fight about the same thing over and over and over again. And so like it's about how do you grow in those situations and can try to resolve them, not that you're going to ever come up with the, the golden fix, right? But one of the things in her relationship was at a core issue is um, I'm always looking for reasons why he's letting me down. That's a vicious cycle. He might not be the perfect husband, right? But she's married to him and she chooses to be married to him and he's got a lot of other great things and he's the father of her kids, et cetera, et cetera, right? So it's like, all right, well, then how do I change it, right? How do I become a better me? And the better me, the virtuous cycle is I'm going to stop playing out childhood patterns from my past and projecting them onto my husband and start making different choices. That's a virtuous cycle. Uh, that's growth. Morning problems solved. Kids happier. No more arguing. No more angry mom in the morning. Husband can just go to work, get his stuff done. And take care of the kids and contribute in a different way at a different time that works better with his own schedule. Yep. Love it. And it there you go. It is a choice. Nobody has a perfect spouse. And it's a choice to accept where things are, 
and be positive and have love and let the love grow versus restricting it down to this, you know, idea of what you think life should be like, what you think your spouse should be like and staying on the ver- the the vicious cycle. But um, I knew you would have a good answer for that. And I thought that was always, you know, because that's the other spot that I feel like we see that a lot is like in our interpersonal relationships and um, having conflict like that. And I have, I mean, I'm not perfect, by the way. Like I, I, I 100% am always working on it. And I think that's, and I think that is, that's a vicious, that's a virtuous cycle is how can I do better? How can I, how can I have accept parts of myself that are still frustrated or unsatisfied? And how, how can I also then know that parts of me are really happy and really satisfied and integrate that and be with that and then not respond, not react, right? And then be responding from our adult ass self. Uh, I'm sure there's some coach who has something called life school, but that to me is like a great uh, understanding of a virtuous cycle. Do you want to be in life school and just be in the school and do it that way? Or do you want to be like, this sucks. I'm just going to sit out here all like victim-y and sad and blame the world. I mean, it's really how do you want to experience your one lifetime? Yeah. We might be happy. (laughs) Exactly. Joy is free. And by the way, when you when you're in, and I think this is the final thought, when you're in a virtuous cycle, because you said this earlier, and I want to like, I want to really draw attention to it. When you do those things, because you're in, coming from a place of love, service, because you're just really expressing the soul, the essence of who you are, you more likely than not will have more abundance, more money abundance, more time abundance, um, more health abundance, all of those things. So. When you're in a virtuous cycle, you have more money, freedom, and impact, joy, peace, satisfaction. When you're a virtuous cycle, a vicious cycle, you got more of the same. So put your attention, what you, who, I think if it's Mary Morrissey, maybe someone else says, what you think about, you bring about. What do you want to bring about? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And your brain is trainable. So wherever you are in the cycle, wherever you're finding yourself stuck or, you know, fit, you can change it. It's neuroplasticity. We can keep growing. We can keep changing. We can evolve. We have to choose to do so. Choose, choose, choose. I'm going to make a song up about choosing. Is there a song (laughs) with choose? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. So here's a song. Here's a song for you people as we go out if i had music and i was fancy i'd play it but so you're talking about taylor swift i love this song by cody johnson i don't know if he's like my favorite like country singer or anything but he has this great song and it says if you have a, something like if you have a dream chase it because the dream isn't gonna cha- chase you back if you have a chance take it right because and that's really it it's about making choices to go for what you want because if you keep putting it off you are not on that train of creation and satisfaction. So go for what it is that you want and be empowered and, and be, in, be in the choice. So we got Taylor Swift, Cody Johnson for you here on Life Check Yourself. Crystal, thank you for being here. Thanks. As always, this is always a great conversation with you. Yay. I love it. Ladies, uh, check out Lauren Crystal in the show notes. She's always posting really cool, uh, profound thoughts on LinkedIn. Crystal Ware, W-A-R-E, and on Instagram. So make sure you check out all of that and follow her. You can find us at Marnie Batista underscore on Instagram and on Facebook. Follow there, Marnie Batista. Um, And whatever you do, this is like a chock full episode. Rewind it, share it with a friend. 
And remember that you do have a choice. So life check yourself. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you want to create a career you love, get the salary you deserve, and build the confidence to live life on your own terms, sign up for my free newsletter where you'll get actionable tips to raise your worth, build your wealth, create freedom, and create a life you absolutely love. Head over to crystalwaremedia.com to sign up or click the link in the show notes and join thousands of others making their dreams a reality. Whether you're just embarking on the journey or well on your way, the Worthful newsletter has something for you. See you next week.